What are you listening to? You don't know that the guys are putting I know that. No, this is one that I know. Tom Brady's bordering now on Godlike. You gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor. He's What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Colasiano, joined, as always, by the man, Scott Bracey. What's going on, dude? Good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Oh, man, I shouldn't be this good. It should be a crime to be this good. Um, going to a big game today? Yeah, the uh, the old stopping grounds, uh, Elmwood Park, 6-0, playing in a playoff game. It's nice. a little bit of a... I don't want to call it a watered-down division, but it's a watered-down division. <laughs> um, they kind of – what happened? I was just saying, who are they playing against? Uh, Pal Park, Leonia. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they they have uh, – it is night and day from when you were here, um, <laughs> the schedule and stuff. But, no, listen, it's good. It keeps the kids it playing and invested and stuff like that. So, uh, And a buddy of mine and uh, an ex-player of yours is the coach. And uh, very happy he's doing well. Yeah, glad he's doing well. Good to hear. It's about time. About time somebody had some success there. It's good. Um, Listen, let me give you a quick update on Peter Richards' baseball team that I coached with him. Uh, We had a nice game on Saturday. Uh, We gave some guys an extra shot at pitching. They did very well. Gave one kid... And a, a chance he's been begging me. Such a nice boy. I'm not, you know, I never get, I never name names, but he's a really nice kid. Now, usually, what's funny is I can't stand, and 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 my players know, like, don't ask me to play positions, don't ask me who's gonna pitch, don't ask me who's gonna. I I, I set up the first inning, and then I don't know what's coming the rest of the game. But I just hate, like, can I do this? Can I go in a second? When we we're at practice just yesterday, some of the kids were like, can we do bad press? I go, now that you ask, no. Like now we're gonna do laps. Like such I, a such a dick. I might be, but don't ask me. They're, I just don't like it. They're fucking twelve years old, coach. Listen, grow up. Anyway, but this one kid is such a nice boy. He never don't complains. He he's he always shows up. He's always there. Does well. Tries really hard. And he's like, "Can I? You think I could pitch today?" I'm like, "You know what? I'm gonna see. I'll see what happens. I'll see what I can do." So we're winning a game, you know, pretty handily. Things were going our way. And we were we pitched really well up until then. So we we played five innings. We had five different pitchers. We like it, things were going pretty smooth. I felt comfortable and gave a bunch of kids a chance that normally didn't get a chance. So he comes in there in the last inning. One, two, three outs. Now he's not nice. throwing, he's not throwing particularly hard, so they hit it. But we actually made made plays in the field and got the three outs, and it was beautiful. Okay. So a lot of guys got a chance to play different positions that they don't always get to play. So it was nice. It was good. So we had a nice practice yesterday. I told him beforehand. I said, "Listen, we're I think we're eleven and one at this point. Ten and one or eleven and one. I don't know what the hell it is. It doesn't matter." I said, "You guys, I'm really proud of you. We've we've you come a long way. We've done exactly what we wanted to do, which was you know work hard, learn to work hard, learn to compete, and and improve on our skills." I said, "Let's have a great practice today because it would be a real shame to have come this far and then to lay an egg on Saturday. So we'll see. We got one more game on Saturday. Uh, I feel pretty confident about it, but." It's been a great year, and, Good. and look, it's all about, I, I, it's all winning to me. Winning and losing is why we play. But fall balls for the improvement, get them reps, get them, you know, a chance yeah. to play more, get out there and play. And uh, you could really see, pretty much every kid has gotten better, and that's, you know, that's maybe 
the most important. Maybe it's the most. It's the second most important thing. You you are the uh, buttermaker of fall baseball, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, why don't we get to some NFL? What, what was what were some of the interesting games from last week? Last Thursday night, Baltimore goes into Tampa Bay and beats them. Um, Tampa Bay's defense has abandoned them now. This is uh, they got a lot of videos now of guys being lazy and and uh, moping around now. That's that's not a good scene there in Tampa Bay. Isn't it funny, Bruce Arians, who was an alpha, an alpha male, steps down or was forced to step down, or Tom Brady made him stay step down. I don't know what the deal was of how that went down, but isn't it funny that the alpha of the team, the one guy that was able to stand up to Tom Brady, at least seemingly stand up to him, he he's gone. And now the team looks soft. I'm not saying it's all because of that. They're missing some pieces for sure. Um, but this is not a this is not a great football team right now. I look and I say, what do they do really good? What does Tampa do no, good? Do they run a ball nothing. really well? No. Do they throw the ball really well? No. Do they play defense really well? Not particularly. No. Do they, they block well? No. Do they no. tackle well? No. Yeah, you know. And at some point, as Bill Parcells would say, you are what your record says you are. Right, mm-hmm. like so, and then and then you throw on top of it the whole Tom and Giselle stuff that's been going on over the last year, course of a year, whatever it is, and that that hasn't helped. So um, this is a, a strange, strange football team, strange, strange season for them. I don't know. I don't know. Do you get the sense that this will be the last year for Brady if this is how it's going to go, or is you know, it the be, last I- year in Tampa? I got to be honest with you. Now that he's divorced, I think he might play for fucking two, two three more years. He. I got to tell you, I know you know more about the quarterback position than I do, but um, I'm no slouch. Um, he looks okay to me. I, I, I agree. The offensive line's, you know, not great. He definitely misses Gronk. But Evans has let him down. They can't. Julio Jones is never on the field. He's yeah, hurt every well, fucking week. We knew week. that. We were wondering. Yeah, you know, everybody was, was jacking off about the fact that Julio Jones was going to be on this team. And you and I were like, it's, what? Where, where have you yeah. guys been for two years? This guy is toast. He's done. They they almost should have kept uh, Cole Beasley around more. The guys got. I think it was him. He wanted out. Uh, he, oh, he, he was. Well, yeah, maybe he, he knew something him. before anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I, everything I see from Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady has some needs. The fact is, but these are not yeah. new needs. The needs that he Correct. has are the same he's always has, which is he needs a relatively clean pocket. And what that really means more than anything is he needs he needs room to step up. He doesn't care if, if he comes from the outside because he can feel that step up in a pocket and throw. But when it's coming in his face, he, he doesn't go laterally very, very well. So that causes a problem with him, and that's what's happening for them. And so he has nowhere to step and throw, and it's messing them up. But, yeah, I agree with you. Dude, he still has a cannon. He still makes great decisions. And yeah. my sense is, so, so you know, this is more TMZ than it is sports, but what I heard today was that they both have pretty much like ironclad – um, prenuptial agreements going into this wedding. And what that really means more than anything, as far as we're concerned, is that this divorce should probably be over relatively quickly. Yeah. As far as we'll say like famous divorces go, that could be a good thing. Like get it over with, get it in the rear view mirror. And then, you know, maybe he's got two more years in a tank because yeah, I don't see any difference from Tom Brady now from when he was 38. He still throws the ball just as hard, Correct. you know, and if he can get that in the rearview mirror, I see no reason why he couldn't play for another two years. So, yeah. yeah, and I think you said something last week. I think that's dead on after watching that game last week. 
Bowles is a coordinator, not a coach. Correct. There's just, there's, there's correct. just no doubt in my I mind. I think he's a really good man, by the way. I think he's a really good I, person. I agree with you. He was asked. Now, this is getting into it a little bit. He was asked a, a few weeks, weeks ago, ago about the idea yes. of like black coaches, and he says, maybe if you guys stopped asking, it wouldn't be such a big deal anymore. He handled that so well. He's dude. handled. There's he, been a couple things. Now, listen, he's been thrown into a shitty situation because he took over a successful team that is not successful. How much of that is on him? I don't know. This is a very different team. You mentioned the receivers. There's not a lot of speed. The receivers are not particularly healthy. Yeah, um, they've been dropping balls. There's been issues. But both, and not only not only is Gronk out, then he loses Cameron Bright, so he's got really correct. no tight end threat. Right. There's so. been major problems this year. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think he's a good guy. I like him. I like him as a person. And yeah, I think he's a really good coordinator, as he's shown over the last couple yeah. of years. It's just as we've said or as I've certainly have said, you need an alpha as the head coach. And he's just not. He's a he's pretty soft-spoken guy. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. But that just means you're not really built for being a head coach in the NFL, and that's all. Um, This is going to be a humbling, humbling experience for you right now. You have to take a seat, and uh, your boy Derek Carr and the Raiders, my goodness gracious, what is going on? I, You know, as no secret, I'm not a McDaniels fan, but I didn't see it like this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not watching these whole games, and I'm not watching them from a perspective of, like, what's going wrong, per se. There's when you score zero points, there's a lot wrong. There's set, there's definitely something going wrong. And, and frankly, right now, uh, I'm going to put this more on McDaniel because w- whatever you want to say about Derek Carr, wherever you think he lands on the pantheon of quarterbacks that are in the NFL right now, it's not last. Okay, whether you think he's 9 or 10, 12 or 13, you're not going past 15. So he's at least middle of the pack. Zero? Zero? Yeah, the NFL it, now, you're that's getting, insane, dude. Uh, Devontae Adams gets three yards in reception? Like, it's, it's Who has the track record? What are the track records? Derek Carr has a track record for throwing touchdowns and not interceptions, throwing for lots of yards, high completion percentage. And McDaniel has McDaniel has a reputation of not being a really good head coach. I'm sorry. He has done really well as the offense coordinator for New England and has looked poorly in everything else he's done. Mm-hmm. So for now, until I see something different, um, I'm kind of putting this on McDaniel. I expected a little more. I got it when he was with Denver, new, young, didn't have lots of weapons. You had Tim Tebow, which was his decision, by the way. Then the whole Colts thing. Now you're seasoned. You've been around. You know this league. You're supposed to be like that offensive guru. There's no goo in this roo, whatever that means. That's pretty good. One bad quarterback to another. Zach Wilson. Oh, dude. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's funny because what was bad? Three interceptions, right? And and frankly, low low completion percentage. I think he was. He does not look comfortable at one, all. One one throw under fifty percent completion. He also threw for three hundred and fifty something yards and two. Yeah, fourth t- quarter was kind of a little. Whatever bit. it counts. We don't do that for other quarterbacks. They count. Uh, hmm. Did you do that for Justin Fields this week when he threw for one hundred and fifty yards? We, did, we didn't get there. We yet. didn't get there yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, dude. I'm. This is a very complete team, outside of quarterback. Uh, we can run. They can run the football. They're, you know, they play exceptional defense. And I may get into this a little more later. 
But Zach is a problem. Even yep. even even Robert Sala is less of a problem at this point because he has he has now left his stamp on this team. Physical, emotional, um, you know, pound the ball, be physical on defense. Like it's one game. Uh, the last couple games before that, he wasn't terribly productive, but he wasn't throwing a lot of interceptions. So one one interception in particular in this game was atrocious. Like it's the kind of interception you would see in a high school game. I'll even let yeah. I'll even like give him a pass on the one that was supposed to go out of bounds. I've seen that happen before. At least the decision itself was to throw that ball out of bounds, which I'm okay with. It just was poorly executed. There was one where he missed the receiver. He overthrew a receiver by, I don't know, 10, 15 yards, like over his head. Like the guy was yeah. standing like a – it wasn't a curl route, but it was – imagine a curl route and you throw it over his head 10 yards and it goes 20 yards behind him. That's the kind of stuff. Uh, it's got to be cleaned up. I don't know anymore. Uh, I, don't, I haven't totally given up. But I certainly have my doubts now. Uh, I have my doubts. But then you see him do other things, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, But this is where we were with Sam Darnold a lot of times. This is almost yeah, the exact I, 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 same exact place as we were with Sam mirror. Darnold, except Sam Darnold had no talent around him. And a lot of times he was trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Zach Wilson doesn't have that excuse. They actually have a decent running game. They actually have some decent receivers. He's got exceptional tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't have those excuses that Sam did, to be honest with you. It's the same thing. Bad decision. Unbelievable throws followed by really atrocious decisions. That's the difference between being just even just a um, a feasible quarterback in the NFL and a backup. Like, this is you're turning yourself into a backup. <coughs> Unacceptable. Eagles 7-0, and my friend. Yeah, this is a pretty complete team, dude. And I will tell you this also. You know, I've said for years, though, like, I really don't see, until this year, and even now, he's kind of reverting back to who we always thought he was with Lamar Jackson. Like, everybody's, oh, he's getting better every year. Passing the ball. Nah, I don't see it. Uh, I do see it with Jalen Hurts. Like, he is a very, he is a dangerous passer now. Now, maybe they don't make him do what they try to get, you know, Aaron Rodgers to do or what we try to get um, Joe Burrow to do. But what he does, dude, high completion percentage. He's very dangerous. There were two balls to A.J. Brown that were touchdowns that he put on the outside shoulder dude. with different, decent oh. coverage, pretty good coverage. But he put it throws. right over the outside shoulder. A.J. Brown made great catches on both. Those are professional throws, dude. You know, we were just talking about Zach Wilson. Those are the throws I watched Zach Wilson make in college, which is what I fell in love with that I'm not seeing now. But I yeah. am seeing from Jalen Hurts. He is a dangerous so, thrower of the football. So this is as complete a team as there is in the NFL. There are no weaknesses. There are things they're better at than others, but there are no weaknesses. So I'm sure you do as well as I do. I have a lot of Cowboy buddies, a lot of Giant buddies. I want to see Philly... I hope they stay healthy because I like yeah. I like I, you know we both we're on record saying we like Hurts a lot. I we both love how Sirianni handled things after the disaster press conference. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, he's it. a lot better behind the mic now. Yeah, he is. He's he is. excellent in post. He might have he might have got some coaching or some something. There. I don't care. It's a lot I don't better. No, 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 no. I'm not really. He's actually a great post game guy now. So I'm not making fun of him. No, for no, no, it. No, I'm, I'm giving him props for it. Yeah, definitely. Um. Uh. Uh, yeah, I, you know, Brandon Graham's one of my favorite Michigan players. You know, he's still hanging around there. So I, I want to see Philly stay healthy and see what they can do with this year because 
They're better they than the really, Cowboys, by the they way. They have a really good team, dude. Yeah, that's they a really good a really team. Good they're team. better than the Cowboys. They're definitely better than the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Um, that doesn't mean but, they're going to beat them. I'm just saying they're better than them. There's no doubt about it in my mind. I got breaking news real quick. Uh-oh. Two things. Two NFL players out for the year. Oh, boy. Both, both wide receivers, and you're going to love the one because we called this about for a year and a half. Mike, Michael Thomas out oh. for the year. ACL? Toe. Ugh, dude. And the other one is uh, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Ravens, and now that's another oh, weapon taken away yeah, from Lamar. Can't, Lamar can't catch that's a break insane. over there. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Yeah, we are right. We've been on that Michael Thomas stay away train for a while now. Uh, somebody will give him a chance. It'll uh, well, I don't know. Did they just give him an extension? I feel like they just recently gave him an extension once he <sighs> that came back. Be, that would be bad. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, one more for me. Do we'll move on to this week? The Seattle Seahawks are five and three. Let me ask you something. Be honest. <laughs> go ahead. I know where you're gonna go. go ahead, I don't go. think you do. I don't think you do. All right. <laughs> I don't say he can win. He's gonna win it, or I would give it to him. But is Geno Smith at least an MVP candidate? So you got to give him a candidate. I agree with you. I, probably, I could pick three guys ahead of him. But he's. I was. He's, I was just gonna say he's a distant fourth. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts. Hmm, I'd have to think about that. Because I look at what he's doing with his team as compared to what Jalen Hurts is doing with his team. Like, Jalen Hurts is surrounded by fantastic players. I, I don't so, see that. You know, you know Lockett and uh, Metcalf well, are not it, slouches. No, no, brother. no. no. You're, I, I meant, like, as a whole team. I meant a whole team. Okay. Because, like, okay. Um, Seattle's defense is not very good. Whereas, yeah, but who knew the AFC West was NFC West was going to stink? Just dude, like the AFC but this West. What I'm saying, it's amazing. Like this, before this season, <laughs> like I'll give you this: before the season started, there were people that were picking the Eagles to win their division. So it's not like a terrible surprise. Yeah, that true. There. That's that's a good Seattle point. was expected to be in last. Now, there's lots of reasons why, but the real reason why, the reason they have hope, the reason why they come into these games like playing hard, is because they went from thinking they had no quarterback to thinking they have a legitimate quarterback. Let's let's keep it real. This team plays hard because they're like, oh shit, Gino can play. And it's let me tell you something. Gino can freaking sling it, dude. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's making really good decisions, pinpoint throws. I'm I'm blown. I'm genuinely blown away. Blown away. And you want to talk about a good guy? Did you see him in his press conference this week? Yep. When when um I guess it was after the game, right? When when a reporter had asked him to just feel like revenge for you, and he said, "No, they gave me a chance when nobody else would." He says, "You know what? Like, I, I dedicate this game to the GM and the head coach for for giving me a chance when nobody else would." I was like, "Okay, like you're just a ridiculously classy act." Like, holy shit! And not- another thing, another thing about Geno Smith too that I like, and again, like if, uh, people might think I'm salty with him because of Russell Wilson. No, he has nothing to do with that. But- yeah. Remember on draft day, he was supposed to be like a top five pick. Didn't go to second round, right? Second round, sat there the whole time. Yeah. Something to say about that. No, dude. it's really cool. That's why I. That's why I asked you. Like, is he at least a candidate? I. I almost just want him to. You know, what's funny is, <laughs> what's crazy is Russell Wilson was there for ten years or whatever it was, never got a single MVP vote. How? Just absurd. <laughs> How absurd would it be for Geno Smith to get an MVP vote? And, and, and if they win that division, if they win that division, he deserves some votes. 
And people might vote for him just to give it to Russell Wilson because I don't think Russ was very well liked out there. It's starting to come. It's starting oh, to come out. You're absolutely right. It's starting little by little to come out. Like mm, he wasn't as and beloved you, as their Go Hawks. And you know what's funny too? Like some of his old buddies are starting to chirp a little. Yeah, it's sure. Funny man, how they Lynch keep their mouth shut when you're great, and then as soon as you struggle, yeah, that's yeah. I don't love that. Either, I don't need to. I don't right. need to stay quiet anymore. I believe um, it though. I believe it. Yeah, I, I believe it too. Believe he's a weird. It. He's a fucking yeah. weirdo, dude. It's it's. Broncos did no research with this. Do you guy. feel better? Do you feel better about the way they played in the second half in England? I, I do, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. It's one half. It's the Jaguars. It's London. It's a lot of weird shit. Yep. But but it, it made my Sunday better. I'll tell you that. For sure. For sure. All right, bro. Week nine. What do we got? I'm putting this one down because I think this game. It's starting to get a little. It's a little juicy for me. You might not agree, but uh, hear me out. The Dolphins at the Bears. The Bears look like they have a pulse full of sun on offense. However, they Do just they? traded their two best defensive <laughs> players. So I don't know what they're doing. Do they look like they have a pulse? Well, dude, the first couple weeks they scored field goals. They were getting shut out. I mean, it's a better than what it I was. I guess it's all relative, right? Like. If you compare it to... I didn't say they're a juggernaut. I said Pulse. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, people, I I watch, you know, I watch the sports talk shows, and they're like, you know, Justin Fields might be the real deal. First of all... I know. I saw that, too. They they got smashed this weekend. It wasn't even close ever. By the way, good call on your pick. That was your lone winner. That was my only one. I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, We'll get to that later. I didn't do well either. He threw for 150 yards, folks. He threw for 150 yards. Anybody else in this league, I had to listen to people two weeks ago tell me that Zach Wilson was a piece of shit because he only threw for 150 yards with a touchdown in a win. He just lost 49 to 29, and it wasn't even that close. This game was never even that close. This was a no-doubter, folks. And I got to listen to, like, I don't understand the desire, the need, the, like, I don't I don't under, I don't know what it is of to have Justin Fields be good. Why can't you just report what you see? He stinks. He's a really really good athlete. Well, they finally figured out how to use him. What like little league? You can't keep him in the pocket. We got to roll him out or run the ball. Do you hear yourself? Does anybody hear themselves when they're talking about they finally figured out how to use him? You know what I mean? They put him in the wing tee. Yeah, really. You're happy about that because the kid clearly still can't do the things that quarterbacks in this league do. Everybody's the league is changing. The league is changing. Dude, look at the leagues. Look at the teams that are in first place and tell me that the league is changing. It's not. It's Josh Allen. Even Tua hasn't lost the game that he started and finished. He ain't no runner. It's Pat Mahomes. It's San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo, not with the running quarterback. It's the Rams. It's Geno Smith, who's a passer. Stop it. It's all about throwing the ball, and if you can't, you can't win with any kind of consistency. What do you mean? They might be a a 500 team two years from now? Stop it. I'd like to apologize to the audience for bringing this game up. I didn't know this was going to. It's just absurd. Look what you're (laughs) – watch with your eyes. Watch what's happening. It's Little League shit. On the other side I'm of the ball, Dolphins are five and some fields. I'm embarrassed by the people who analyze. That's what I'm talking about. Your desire, your need, because you all thought he was going to be a star, and you have to kind of keep this thing going. Like, oh, they they figured out how to use him for 150 yards, 
Dude. Come on. God, I'm sorry. God. On the other side of a, the, uh, the, the sideline, the Dolphins are 5-0 with Tua. Defense didn't play well. They went out and traded for Bradley Chubb and already gave him a contract extension. We knew that was I, I am I thrilled about that, about by that. the way. As a Bronco fan, I am very happy about that. We got yeah. first pick back. Yeah, I thought it was a hefty price to pay for a guy who's on pace to have 11 sacks. I, that's why I had texted you, like, what kind of production and he, are we And he's hurt at? a ton. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it seems like a high price and low re- low return. When he's on the field, looks good, but yeah, but he's banged up a lot. So, I don't know. Yeah. But go ahead. I, I I don't have a I don't have a pick for that game. Oh, I don't have a bet later, so I could tell you like I think Miami's gonna roll. And here's why. It's early in the season. If this game was in December, maybe I'd have yeah, a little more I, issues I, with it. I totally agree with the that. The weather's still nice, it's gonna be in the seventies this weekend. Like I think that you know the weather isn't gonna be a factor. It could have been a factor to a small, smaller hands, cold weather, slick ball in December. That's that's an issue. But right now, none. I think they were real, double real quick question before we move on. Chase Claypool make any difference in the Bears offense? Not anytime soon. Okay. Um not anytime soon. No. I okay. I, I think he's a B plus receiver anyway. I, you know, B to B plus receiver. I don't think he's an A plus or, or an A receiver, any type of A, even an A minus. I think he's a B plus receiver. So I think that's even a little high, I think. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, it might be. And in the end, if he doesn't if the quarterback doesn't read it right, I mean if you're Correct. just gonna send him on go routes, Justin Fields can do that. Drop back, throw it as far as you can, let the guy go get it. I mean, yeah. I can get a kid out of high school to do that, though. How many times right. can you do that in a game? Right. You know, Claypool ain't that guy. Uh, one team we love to pick on, uh, the L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Go to Atlanta and play the 4-4 four and four Falcons. That, that scrappy 4-4 four four Falcons team, I got to tell you. They got a little lucky last week, let's be honest. They, they did. They got they a little did. lucky. Well, you know, they got a by the moronic way, decision by DJ Moore. PJ, um, the quarterback. Fleck? Oh, PJ Walker. Dude, he threw that ball like 68 yards through the air. That, yeah. that thing went a long ways, but he had dumb. But but we've been saying this for a couple weeks now. Uh, Arthur Smith has done a pretty damn good job with yeah. not a lot of talent he there. Has. Mariota does enough. They run the ball enough. They I just, tell you. They're always in games. They're always drive, in games. Drive to drive, Mariota looks like two different people. Yes. Well, because he's... He's yeah, that that's kind of what he is. Like sometimes he's really but good, but and sometimes dude, it's he's so bad. it's so the other it's end. So stark, yeah, it's great. Um, Chargers all banged up. I don't know what to expect out of this game. I well, have that's no the other thing, it. right? We don't like their head coach. It seems like they got like a governor on uh, on Herbert, and they don't let him push the ball down the field. Plus, yeah, they got receivers so out. It's like yeah, which means they're probably gonna win by twenty. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they're hard team to figure by, out, dude. They- yeah. Uh, let's go to your uh, neck of the woods, the Buffalo Bills, maybe the best team in the league or top three at least. Play your New York Jets. I would say Buffalo is the second best team in the league. I know they beat the Chiefs, but I still think the Chiefs are a better team. Um, this is a weird game to me. I may have a little something to say about this one later on during the oh, pick segment. Really? Um, but what I will tell you, I'll give you a little prelude to what you know. What we'll talk about later. A little advertising. Yeah, what people may not understand going into this game. The Jets have three, count them, three quarterbacks ranked in the top 15 in PFF cornerback rankings. Corner, not quarter, corner defensive back. Um, Two of them in the top 10. Sauce Gardner is, I think, the third. And DJ Reed, who people don't even know who he is, seventh best, seventh seventh or eighth, I think it was seventh, highest rated corner in the entire damn league. Do they got two top 10 corners starting and what does Buffalo do best? What do they do? They throw the ball. Chuck it. Yeah. So, you know, 
It looks looks bad. Probably will be bad. But that's one area where the Jets may match up. Pretty I don't well. know. I yeah. don't know. I don't have a feel about this game. Like as a spread, as a spread thing. Tough, I think the Bills yeah, win it, spot. but I think tough spot. I think it's a high number. I'm a little worried. The Jets. <laughs> they're a little banged up still, but they're. I know they got the bye week next week. And I think as a team and as an organization, they're looking forward to the bye week because after the bye week, they get like three or four players back. And sometimes and your schedule's get, not that bad. I know you're playing New England out of the gate again, but after that, yeah, I but think I, kinda... I think they could beat New England. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little concerned that they get caught. Look, this is so bizarre, but you get caught looking forward to like getting to the bye week to catch a break, catch your wind, get some players back, restart the, you know, restart the engine. So yeah, that could be yeah. a little scary. Because Buffalo's rolling. I mean, they're rolling. They're they're. Josh Allen is just crazy. The three and four Rams at the three and five Buccaneers. Who would have thought about that? They, they both stink right now. Although I think the Rams stink less. Cooper Cup got a little banged up last week. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, you want to talk about? You want to talk about respect? That whole Niner team came out there to see if he was all right. Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah, that's a good. That's dude, cool. Too. Yeah, he's a yeah good dude. that's that's good shit. Um, I always like that kind of stuff because we all recognize the, you know, I'm thinking as a player and then as a coach, uh, we all recognize the just viciousness of this sport. It's, you know, it's not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. It's very violent. It's really hard. And it's not like basketball violent where there's different heights, but everybody more or less has the same build. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, taller guys are taller, shorter, but they're all kind of slender basketball players, you know. I love how you were going to say shorter guys are shorter, taller guys. Are taller. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's different I heights, do, but, but more or less. It's so funny the way, like, yeah. How about it, this way? The, different heights, but more or less the same width on everybody, right? Whereas yeah, football, the, the the drastic difference in sizes, you know, two is getting tackled by some guys that are literally like 150 pounds heavier than him. It's scary shit. So yeah, you know, there's this. I think we all are trying to put a sting on somebody else when you're playing, but then when you hurt somebody, you're like, damn, man, that could be me. Because it's not just the hit, it's the way you got twisted, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I like yep. to see that. Nobody nobody wants to see anybody else get hurt. But as far as the game, I don't know, man. We yeah, said, it, we said it before. Tampa is – I just don't know what they do good. Um, you know, say what you want about the Rams. They still play pretty decent defense. So – I don't know. Maybe the Rams is the pick here. Maybe I should, put, maybe, maybe I should go write that one down. I, I just think I just talked myself into the Rams. I, I might have. <laughs> Where's that game? Where's that game? Tampa. Yeah. I never like those Western teams coming east. Always scares me. Always scares me. For a 1 o'clock game? I think so. Yeah. No, it might be 4 Is it a 4? There's be only four. two 4 yeah, o'clock games this week. Yeah, there's a ton of buys this I think week, that's so one I, might, of them, I, I think it is a 4 o'clock. Yeah, I think that's yeah. one of the 4 o'clocks. So they get a little break on it being a 4 o'clock game. Yeah, I like the Rams. I'm writing that one down. Uh, <laughs> the Sunday Nighter? Five and two Titans. They won five in a row. Dude, they do this to us every it's year. Fuck, it's unbelievable. It's Vrabel is a fucking... He's every fantastic. year. Five and two at the five and two Chiefs. Chiefs coming off a bye? Yep. Yeah, they are. Chiefs coming off a bye. You do not bet against Andy Reid coming off a bye. No. This goes back to his Philadelphia days. You just don't do it. It's not wise. It never works. He's got a ridic- He's got like an 80% winning percentage coming off the bye. Yeah, man, I was thinking about this like as I'm watching that game and I'm looking at the record, I'm like, how did he do this? Didn't who did they lose to for like first game? Didn't they lose first game of the season? We were like, oh. To the Giants. That's right. To the Gi- We're like, 
finally, we're like, finally, they're done. Finally, they're done. And here they are, five and two, like <laughs> fighting for first place in the AFC. It's like, nuts. you know, likely going to win their division. Like, it's just, it's crazy. You're right. Vrabel's a good coach. Maybe one of the more underrated coach. Uh, Mike Vrabel is the is the um, Gundy. What the hell's uh, his the the Ohio, Mike Gundy? Vrabel is the Mike Gundy of the NFL. Like he's just underrated. He's just underrated, and they yeah. just fly under the radar. Now they perform poorly in the playoffs, but uh, and they got Tannehill as their quarterback. But I think they threw the ball ten times last week. Ten times with the rookie quarterback. It's insane. Yeah, and won the game relatively handily. Be Monday careful night. if they get. I just say, be careful if they really are getting that running game going because it's what they want to do, and it takes the air out of the ball, shortens the game, keeps the ball out of Pat Mahomes' hands. Could be interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. I know you had more on that. My bad. I did. Um, Monday, Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints, and I will have something to say about this game in a little while. You do, yeah. You just brought up a point, and they just lost another wide receiver. Um. You know, Saints play pretty darn good defense, dude. You know, mm-hmm. they play pretty – I don't know that they're shutout-worthy defense, but it it's a pretty yeah. damn good defense. And, hey, I'm going to throw this out at you, folks. Andy Dalton's playing pretty goddamn good. Okay, say what you want. He's playing pretty good, putting up pretty decent numbers. I know two weeks ago he had those back-to-back interceptions that went for six. Um, but you look at his numbers – He's doing pretty good. He's doing better than Jameis Winston is. So they're they're a dangerous team. That's a dangerous team. That's an interesting game. I'm yeah, I agree. I'm fascinated to see where you where you take that one. Uh, you ready for a question I have for you, sir? I would love this. What do you got for me? All right. You are a Jets fan. I am. Big-time Jets fan. Indeed. We are in the – well, I am in the backyard of the Jets and Giants where they play football. As today – Mm-hmm. We're halfway through the year about. If you had to pick one, hear me out. Do the Jets and Giants both make the playoffs? Do they both miss the playoffs? Do the Jets go and Giants sit home? Or do the Giants go and do the Jets sit home? If you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I'm going to say. Take that- your Jets underwear off for this question, obviously. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I would say neither makes the playoffs. Interesting. I don't think either one's going to make the playoffs because I I think I think they're both short a quarterback. Wow. Okay. I look around the league and I, say, I did not see they, that one coming. The teams that they have to beat out. I think the Giants are in a better position right now. I'll put it to you that way. I agree with but that. But I think listen, I don't think there's going to be three teams out of the NFC East that make it, and I think Philadelphia and Dallas are both better than them and will finish better than them. Uh, I think San Fran makes it. Um, I'm trying to look like who who are the NFC teams? So You're gonna have I'm Minnesota. Gonna, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you both schedules here. Let's see what we got. I know your schedule's easier, but that doesn't necessarily not by mean much. All right. The by New the York way, Jets. while he's looking that up, let me remind everybody: you can catch us on YouTube live. On Thursdays, usually around three thirty. Today was four fifteen. I posted on Facebook plenty of uh, plenty of times so you can watch us live, but you can even catch the video afterwards on YouTube at uh, BNR Clips B little R capital. B, I'm sorry, capital B little N capital R BNR Clips on YouTube, <laughs> and of course you can always catch the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, all the places that you catch 
the podcasts uh, out there. You can find ours, which, let's be honest, as far as sports goes, it's the best one going. So, you're right. This schedule is not as easy as I thought it was in the beginning of the year. So, you got a Buffalo bye, then Patriots. Home against the Bears, should win that one. Should. At the Vikings, at the Bills, I think that's going to be tough. a tough ask. Yeah. Lions home, who knows, fuck knows should where be a win. at that point. Jacksonville home, could be a should pain be in the a ass. Win. Should at be Seattle, a win. At Seattle, it's a bad game. Tough. And then at Miami to close things out, after you beat them already, they could be playing for a playoff spot as well. That's going to be a tough one. If they beat Seattle and lose to my. That game is in Miami, right? Yeah. If they beat Seattle, beat the Jags, beat the Bears, that puts them at like eight wins. And if they beat New England, that gives them nine. That gives it's nine and eight. And I don't think yeah, they make the got, play- I don't think they make the playoffs in the AFC with nine and eight. Well, you got Chiefs, Titans, Dolphins, Bills, maybe Chargers. I don't know, man. It might. The Bengals losing a night to the Browns was a huge loss for them. You got Cincinnati and Baltimore. Cincinnati looked horrible the other night. They don't look worse than the Jets. They got Joe Burrow. They'll get Jamar Chase back. That's fair. Who would you rather be right now, the Jets or Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Do you want to play Buffalo one more time and uh, two more times and New England one more time and Miami one more time? Miami one more time? Do you want to play the Browns, Browns, Steelers? Steelers? And a banged right. up Baltimore team. That's just in your division. <laughs> You're right. So, and who uh, the Giants, Giants have? Giants schedule by week now. Home versus Texans. Should be a win. Home versus Lions. Should win. That At gives Cowboys them seven Stakes. right there. That's seven wins uh, right there, right? That gives them eight wins. Oh, eight. They're, they have six At, wins right now? Yeah, they're six and two, coach. Jesus. Go ahead. At Dallas Thanksgiving, I'll loss. give them a loss there. Home versus the Commanders. That's a toss-up. I'll let you know closer. Right now, because Commanders are playing better, and they, and that team loves Taylor Heineken. I know. They love they playing behind do. him. And then he proved them right the other day, too, what he did, bringing them back down at the yes. end of the game. He so that's right. a toss-up. I'm at not saying Eagles. it's a loss. I'm not saying it's a win, but it's a real toss-up. At the Eagles. No, so, home versus the Eagles. Home I'm still going to say it's a loss. Eagles are way better. Then at the Commanders again. I hate that fuck. I hate Another toss-up. So let's just say they go one and one with the Commanders. I mean, give them one okay. and one loss. That's fair. So that's nine. Are they at nine? Okay. At the Vikings. It's a, I think it, it should be a loss. I'm not going to say it's an automatic loss, but it should be home, a loss. Home versus the Colts? They could win that one. They definitely can win that one. Should it that's, be a win? That, that's 10, dude. I don't know if it should be a win. It probably should be a win. With Sam Ellinger, quarterback? That's why I'm that's, thinking that's, it. That's, that should be a win. That gives him 10? That gives him 10. Is that the last game? No, then they play at Philly to end it. And Philly could be sitting guys, too. Who knows? I don't know what the situation is. Yeah, I mean, I could see up. them at 10 and 7. Does 10 and 7 get them in? It might. It might. You're going to get one from the West. You don't know that. You could get three yeah, from the West. Can you? You could. Uh, maybe. You could get the Rams, Seattle, and San Francisco. I don't think. I, I think you get two. I don't think you get three. I think you can get two. It's possible, though. Dude, the Vikings are running away with the North. The Packers still losing games. That they stink, and but then there's the a South possibility is a of I'll I'll take my chances with Green Bay making a run at the end of the season. Let's get late early, bro. It is. This is true. This is true. This is true. All right, you might be just, right, dude. It might. Yeah, might be I, right. I got Giants and Jets out. So for when now. you put it that way, I still think they're both going to miss, but I think the Giants have a better chance. Yeah. 
I don't think the Jets were there. I didn't think the Jets were there before the season. What's funny is, what did I tell you? I, I think the Jets are going to end up right where I thought they should before the schedule come out, which was they like might eight, have, eight and nine, might, nine and eight. That's where they, they might be. be. Yeah, yeah. Nine and eight would be good. Would be an improvement. Yeah, and, and, and but but still a huge quarterback question. Huge. Unless things change. I mean, listen, there's a lot of season left, so maybe yeah, things fair. change. Things change all the time, dude. Guys grow. Right. Look at Geno right. Smith. He grow. He grew. So guys can and grow. A, and it's a while to do it, too. And listen, I saw him. I saw Zach, Zach Wilson in the uh, post game. He was pissed. This is not a guy yeah. who doesn't care. So he, he, I don't care what anybody. You can say what you want. Colin Cowherd is an idiot, tries to call him like Johnny Manziel. Like, he is totally not. Manziel never wanted to put into work. This kid oh, works relentlessly. Stupid. doesn't he, have anywhere Colin, near the attitude. Colin's got to retire. Dude, he doesn't even know. He's real. I'm telling you, since he got his last contract, he, he doesn't even know guys who are on the team. He called a guy. He said, the Bears are improving. They got this guy, Alexander. He's, there's no there's no Alexander even on the team. <laughs> like, he literally just made a name up. And you just oh start to look God. like a jackass because you got the money and you just you end the show and you go out to dinner. You know, you go have drinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of feeling who you are. You're not – you don't bring anything to the table anymore. So um, I don't see that with Zach Wilson. I see a guy who tr works hard, tries hard, puts in the time and cares. I don't see Johnny Manziel. So could he change? Yeah. There, but there needs to be some real changes. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I yeah. like him. Love him coming out. But I'm not going to lie to you. I see what I see. <laughs> College week nine in the rearview mirror? Yes. Talk about getting late early. Yeah, in a few more November, weeks. November, November football's here, brother. Yeah, three like three major weeks of the season. Though. This is where the rubber meets the road, as they say. Yep, we got some interesting Georgia, games this week. Georgia, Tennessee, and Michigan all win big. Um, we'll get into the MSU Michigan debacle in a second. Georgia was one of your well, Florida was one of your picks against Georgia, and Georgia oh, they, by a half a point, baby. Who I covered by a half a point. <laughs> <laughs> late, and you, you lost that one late, and you lost a game. I half lost point. two games by one point. It's, oh, it's for ridiculous. typical. Penn State hangs tough with the Buckeyes, but at the end of the game, the twenty-seven-year-old Sean Clifford, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> stinks. Yeah, too he much stinks. Too much there. Um, Ohio State is one of the best teams in the country. It is what it is. I, it, didn't well, that game feel weird at noon, though, to you? Like, didn't like it. Yeah, it didn't right? like it. Needed I, to be I, at I night. To... Needed to be at night. Poor scheduling. Listen, this division and the, and the college football playoff is going to come down to Ohio State-Michigan game. I mean, it's going to be a huge game. It, yep. it, that's that's all that matters now. Neither one of those teams is going to lay well, an Georgia, egg Georgia, Tennessee point. tonight, too. Oh, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no. That's I'm saying as far as, like, the Big oh, Ten yeah. side of it. Like, that, oh, yeah, that yeah, division, yeah, yeah. Oh, only thing yes. that matters anymore is that game. Because all the other teams are second rate. They're not on the Michigan, level. Michigan does have Illinois the week before. Which They're not going to be... lose that game. They're not going to lay an egg. They're not. Well, I think, I it think could be Illinois's, a tough game. I think Illinois is a great story, but I don't I do know too. if they got the horses to play. No, they don't. Yet. They don't. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. Michigan's really um, good. Ohio State's really good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our boy Mike Gundy, what the fuck happened there? He shut out. 48, 48 nothing against Kansas State. Was yeah. that one of your picks? No, no. I thought okay. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I texted you that one. I'm like, I don't understand what happened. Kansas State's not that good. <laughs> they're they're a pretty good team. They they shocked us when they beat Oklahoma. But what the hell? I don't know, man. Jesus Christ, that's pretty crazy. That's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. So that that All that's right. the kind of loss that takes you out of a New Year's Day game. Oh, you're not playing yeah. on New Year's Day anymore. They no, probably be were play, before. They're going to be playing December 27th and the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <And> the <laughs> Blockbuster <at> Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought this up a little while ago. Um, for those of you who has not have not seen it, Michigan State 
Good. And Michigan got into a uh, oh really Michigan State well just, really Michigan State yeah. really got into a, a brouhaha with with two Michigan players was they it two ju- I thought it was just one well they got they, one of them was trying to help the other one out and okay. he got a little scrap and all uh, you know a little scrap so Michigan well, yeah. State uh, four four guys got suspended now four more got suspended I was yesterday say, was, I thought it was two more so it was four more yeah so now it's eight total it's embarrassing swing swinging helmets yeah. kicking. Absolutely jumping a guy for walking into his own tunnel, basically. And listen, there's chirping that goes on all the time. Of Don't course. give me this fucking shit about, oh, you shouldn't be able to talk. Dude, you beat your rival. You got it. You get your trophy back. Dude, you could chirp. You can't assault yeah. a guy. Yeah, and even um, if he's going to start swinging, this was like, no, like street gang bad. shit. This is, yeah, this, yeah, it's awful. disgusting. Awful. It's embarrassing. It's Those guys shouldn't just be suspended. They should be off the team. I'm sorry. That just there scholarship's be gone. I I yeah, agree. They should be gone. Period. End of story. And let's not. I don't want to hear anybody say, "Oh, the chirping, dude." Yeah. If you yeah. if you think there was chirping in the locker on the way to the locker, you've never stepped on a football field. It's <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Let me just explain to you, dude. Seriously, it's disgusting. You you if that, if if you <laughs> I can't even like fully. You can't explain even talk. It. You can't imagine. You cannot imagine. Think of the worst things that could possibly be say to some be said to somebody. Uh, multiply that by like one thousand, and that scratches the surface of what gets said on a football field. It's disgusting, and it's just part of the game. So there's zero excuses for it. And if you can't tolerate it, stay off a football field and stay out of the locker rooms, because that's the way it is. This is manly men. So I don't want to hear about the patriarchy and toxic masculinity. Fuck off. That's what makes football so great. Okay, you love the physicality of it. You love the high end, the speed, the brutality. Guess what comes along with that? Some really (laughs) disgusting things get said. And guess what? The funny thing is the guys in the field is part of it, dude. So I don't want to hear that shit that he had it coming or any of that because of what he said. Bullshit. Because if that was the case, there'd be brawls breaking out 50 times a game. Minimum. Yep. So stop it. Week 10 preview. I'm going to start with the disappointing bowl, I'm going to call it. The Florida Gators at the Texas A&M Aggies. Yeah, two teams that were expected to, to do better that are not. I think Texas A&M is favored in this game. Did they win last week? Did Texas A&M win last week? No, they lost to your fighting Lane Kiffins by three. That's right. That's right. It was a tough game, close game. Um, yeah, you're right. Good point. It's a disappointing game. But listen, both teams, in the end, you want to make it to a bowl game. Because, you you know, if you don't make it to a bowl game, then re- your recruiting basically ends there. You want to be able to shit. You're recruiting for your takes a shit. It dude. takes a total shit because and also, too, you get 15 more practices, bro. That's fucking enormous. Absolutely. And you get to bring kids in to watch practices uh, yep. and participate yep. Yep. and be part of it and then have them come to the bowl game. Like you have to make it to a bowl game. So as much as we say, like, this doesn't matter and bowl games don't matter. Oh, don't tell that to the coaches. And frankly, don't tell that to the seniors on the team that are probably never, you know, However, if there's 30 seniors on a team, 28 of them, 27 of them, 25 of them, they're never going to play football again. So it matters to them a lot. Uh, Take it from two guys who didn't make it to the NFL. I played played in college for a while. You finished at high school. You'd give anything for one more game at any point. Mm -hmm. You'd give Mm it. I would now. I'm 49 years old. I'd give anything for what to play one more game. So don't tell me it doesn't matter. It does. And for recruiting, forget it. It's it's huge. You get a whole nother month of recruiting. Definitely. You don't want to shut that shit down in, in, in November. 
Yeah, it, it's a lot more difficult to like, please come to school here than it's actually pl- showing them why you should come well, to school. Some of those guys are still playing. Some of your recruits yeah. are still playing football. They can't even come because they're playing. Mm-hmm. So, like, dude, mm-hmm. you don't want mm-hmm. that shit. Not good. Baylor Bears at Oklahoma. Another kind of a <clears throat> weird game here, man. I- it is. You know, we were talking about this game maybe three weeks ago as like, because oh, Oklahoma went three games in a row, giving up like 50 points, getting just yeah. obliterated. They've kind of settled down a little right, bit. Right in the ship a little bit. You know, a tough game. Tough game. Baylor's, Baylor's an explosive offense. they got a good head coach. Been there for a couple years now. I think Oklahoma's favored, but I don't know if I like that idea. Is the game I in agree. Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah, that's, only, that's probably the only reason they're favored because Baylor is a way more explosive football team. And uh, don't be surprised Baylor wins that game. The game of the week, so far the game of the year, number one, Tennessee at number, number three, one. Georgia. Do you I think know. before the season started you'd be saying that? No, sir. Is it deserved? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to say so too, yes. even though I don't necessarily think they're the number one team in the country. I think as far as the way we do rankings, they've beaten everybody in front of them, and the teams that were in front of them are better than anybody that Georgia's played. So, um, yeah, but here we go. We get to have it. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this game. Is that Georgia, I assume? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, you know, I think Georgia had a little stretch of a couple games, maybe two games where their offense looked a little pedestrian. Last week they definitely picked it up. Man. So, and their defense is still good. I've been saying this all year. I don't know how they're doing it on defense, having lost 10 or 10 starters. But they are, so I'm fascinated. The whole Hendon Hooker thing, the wideouts that they have, they are super explosive on offense. They're sufficient on defense. Definitely not good on defense, Tennessee, but they're sufficient. If Georgia has a weakness, it's their quarterback. And Tennessee can get after the quarterback a little bit. Let's see if they can create a turnover here or there. That's the only way they're going to keep this one close. Number one team in the country and half-point dogs. <laughs> yep, Unbelievable. Another good one, the SEC West, Alabama at LSU. It's funny the two teams, the two games you just brought up. I might have a little something to say about very. Soon. Oh, you're going, you're going to the gold this you're going weekend. Going all huh? SEC wow. this week, yeah, all SEC. Um, wow. You know, a couple weeks ago, I would have said this is like blowout city. Alabama should win this game. LSU doesn't belong in this game, but yet, yeah, yet. But Alabama hasn't necessarily been a great road team this year. And the uh, defense isn't exactly killing people either. The defense is not what we're used to seeing. And frankly, right. let's be honest, their offense isn't what we're used to seeing either. Like yeah. Bryce Young has been a little have, ba- uh, banged they up. They don't have their wide receivers that we, we're they're not, seeing They don't in have the those NFL. explosive big play guys. So I'm not sure what to think of this one. Do we believe, do we believe that LSU – like they've definitely been better than I think most people expected them to. The over and under in the beginning of the season was six wins. I think they're already at that. Yeah, six and two, I think. Yeah, they're already at that. So they've already exceeded expectations. We talked about this last week. Brian Kelly's a good football coach. You can say what you want. He's a weird dude. The whole That whole southern accent thing didn't go over very yeah. well. Yeah. But once you get on the field and he starts coaching, guy's a really good coach, dude. I would expect them at some point while he's there to win a national championship because that's just that kind of program. Every, every, one, every coach before him has won it. Les Miles, yeah, uh, Nick Saban, and uh, and other than Nick Saban, I think, I think he's better than those guys. 
And he's a really good recruiter. Yeah. Don't don't forget. Go look in the NFL over the last five years and see how many of those guys are Notre Dame guys. There's a lot of them. Okay, especially on the offensive line. Yep. So the guy knows how to recruit and the guy knows how to coach. It's not this year, but don't be surprised. In the next three or four years, they win a national championship. Can they compete with Alabama? Maybe for a little while. I would yeah, expect Alabama game, to win that, this that game. That night game at home is going to be fun early. Well, I think. that's why I say there's, there's going to be some juice, yeah. and if they can keep the juice rolling, they can keep it close. Even within a field goal, within one score, maybe get a couple turnovers to make it interesting. You never know. Number 24, Texas at number 13, Kansas State. Yeah, hard team to figure out, man. Uh, listen, Kansas State, I, I don't really know how they're doing it. They're not known for like being a juggernaut on offense, but they are scoring a shitload of points this year. Texas is weird, right? What do I expect from this game? I expect Texas to be winning the entire game until there's about two minutes left, and then I expect Kansas <laughs> State to come and win the game because that's what Texas does. We talked about this last week. Like, Sarkeesian has not changed the climate. There have been some changes there. There are clearly talented players. Yeah. Um, and uh, Quinn Ewers, I, this is at Texas, this game at Texas. It's at Kansas State. So he's on the you – know, he's a young kid on the road again against a team that just has been – Tearing it up. Is Kansas State undefeated? They can't be undefeated. No, right? No, they blew a game. They blew a game to TCU a couple weeks ago. They're up like seventeen they, points. Yeah, they're winning that game. It's a good football team. So I have something to say about this game. In a little interesting. Long. I'm actually very intrigued to hear what you have to say about it because you're Texas, very intrigued as, as in general today, sir. I, I am think. because Texas is like weird. This is a very talented team. It's a very talented team, but they still after. I don't know. I guess you could say like going on three, four years now. They can't finish games. Can't finish games. Can they might finish? Longer, it might be longer than that. You might be right. Might be Number right. four, Clemson goes to Notre Dame. Um, I am not a big uh, Clemson fan at the moment. Although I don't, give a, I don't give a shit about the rankings because it's like you said before. It's going to figure itself out. Part of me Michigan, hopes that they could. It just has to win games. But a part of me does wish Notre Dame wins. And that'll be the only time well, I say that. Part of me hopes that Clemson <laughs> runs a deal because if they go up against one of these four teams, they're going to give up 70. Like, they're going to lose like 73 to nothing. Like, th this is not a good football team, folks. Dude, why would the committee put them at four? You have it, to. Dude. I guess you have to, right? They're undefeated. They've won every. Listen, this is a team who struggled with Wake Forest. Do you but think, then you say you have to, and then you just make a point why won. you don't have they to. They won. I wouldn't. I'm just saying the way they do business. It's Alex, Syracuse just got run out of their own building by Notre Dame, dude. What do you I, like? I know. So that so that's not even a good win anymore. I know. I don't know, bro. I, Florida State is that a good win? They're not a ranked team. My God. But they're undefeated. How many undefeated and teams are there? They should. Yeah. Uh six, I think. Right. Yes. So, uh, is there yes. that many? Well, yeah, we're not counting Tulane. So it's Michigan, no. Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Tennessee, Tennessee, and TCU. TCU's still undefeated. Yeah. Wow, they're gonna get left out. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so we know Michigan and for, Ohio for State. The, that'll the, settle for out for the second time. Yeah. Uh, one more for you, just because I want to <sighs> throw you a bone here. Don't throw me a bone. I'm not even barely Dude. interested in this game. No. No. I, well, this one I'm going to bring up now. Yeah, I know. No buzz at all, Florida none, State, Miami. None. That's what no, I'm saying. None. No interest. None. I'm, I'm barely interested. I'm a Florida State fan. Dude, no buzz. I was talking to a friend the other night, and I said, "It's this is really pissing me off because I hate Miami. But you know what? You need Darth Vader. You need the Yankees. You need teams that you love. You need the Cowboys. You need the Patriots with Tom Brady. 
it can't just be teams you like. You need teams to hate. Mm-hmm. And Miami locally are loved as much as anybody, if not more than anybody, but universally hated. And right now they're neither. They're like <laughs> they're just like Meh. You're like, yeah. don't even show up. Didn't they just get yeah. smashed this past weekend again? They just get beat again this weekend? Bro, they won in like three overtimes. They're kicking field goals against Virginia. Virginia, who's got two 14, wins. 14-12, dude. It's brutal. This is a Four- bad team. Oh, I, am I happy that Michigan OC left? Get the fuck out, bro. It's oh, just, my It's just God. bad. And I, But I, I'm just telling you, I wish it wasn't the case because college football is better when Miami is good, when Florida State is good. Uh, you want USC to be good again. Yep. You want these? You want Texas to be good? Like when these teams are good, college football is more interesting. It spreads across the country as all, instead of all being constant. Right now, college football is the SEC and Big Ten. Nobody else matters. You're right. Nobody else matters right now. Everybody else is a second class citizen, as they and should Clemson. be. But if they play, if Clemson when they play these teams, they're going to get totally no, I exposed. I, you're right. So really, to me, they're not even in a conversation this year. They have been and recently, dude, but not in the, and not, not this even year. not even defensively because defensively they're okay. They're okay. Their offense is going to be bad, dude. dude Wake Forest scored thirty something points against them, dude. Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, TCU. All their offenses will score thirty plus on that on uh, oh, like on that team, forty plus. And they might not score seventeen Absolute, on those defenses. I totally agree. I totally agree. They, they're not anywhere near in the class of any of those teams, which is crazy to say with TCU. It's crazy. But, but they're no, not in the class of not. TCU right now, as currently constituted. I think they eventually will be because he's a great recruiter and a good coach, but not right now. No. So I guess. But yeah, the Florida State Miami game, zero buzz. This, zero. this in the 90s and even in the early 2000s, this was the game. The two biggest games of the year every year that like would compete for which was bigger is Ohio State Michigan and Florida State Miami. That was it. Those were the two premier games. Ohio State Michigan forever. And in the 90s and early 2000s, late 80s, early 90s, 2000s, late 80s, all the 90s and early 2000s, it was Florida State and Mich- uh, maybe, Miami. Maybe a couple years you throw USC Notre Dame in there, a couple, but not like. Yeah, but those are just individual years. If, yeah, if one true. or both, were, if both were good, you did. For the, for the late yeah. 90s, all of the 90s and early 2000s, both Florida State and Miami were still relatively premier programs in the country. You still had Bobby Bowden and then Jimbo Fisher after, but like. They were still premier, and yeah. ah, you know they're not. You know USC hasn't been the same since Pete Carroll left. Texas hasn't been the same since uh, Mac Brown. Mac Brown left. So, you know, I want those teams to be good, but there's this was the game, the yep. game every year, and it, it has no juice. And this game's a lot big, bigger than Florida State, Florida. Huge. It's more important now because they're both ACC. Yeah. Yeah. And it has no cachet whatsoever. None. Sad. None. It Sad. doesn't matter. Whatever happens doesn't matter. Uh, on to the segment where we wish we should maybe think about um, ending it. We have been just going opposites. Betting here. Just start going opposites. I was I was one and three last week. 15, 16, and one overall. Petey was also one and three last week, and 11, 20, and one overall. I tell you this, man. Over the you you look at the whole stretch. Of yeah, games. you've had some. You've had some. Bad luck. I've had some really rough luck. Like, I'm talking, how many games did I lose? What's my record? 11, 21? 11, 20, and 1. Of those 20 losses, I'll bet you 10 of them were by one point or less. Like, or by one point. Like, spread-wise. One point or a half might, a point. You might, you might be right. 10 of them. So, and I'm not even... into a little bit of bad luck. 
Why don't you? Well, start why do we change it? Why don't you start us off this week? Let's change start? it to Juju. Let's change it. To Juju. All right, I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna head over to the <laughs> SEC. I told you I had two big games in the SEC this week. Um, fascinating to me that Tennessee gets ranked number one team in the country, and then immediately go on the road and are eight point underdogs against Georgia, who won the national championship last year. Uh, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. I think I think Tennessee is a very good football team. I think they're they're improved. I think they're going on the road. I think they keep this game close enough. I think they lose by a touchdown or less. Give me Georgia. I mean, I'm sorry. Give me Tennessee plus eight. I love the number here. I think Tennessee gets their first loss, and it might be their only loss, which only adds to the chaos. So that is college football, which I'm kind of looking yep. forward to. And then maybe Alabama beats Georgia at some point. Um, but give me Tennessee. In a close game, but they will lose in a close game against Georgia. Plus the eight. I'm going to the Big Ten, and not games you might think. Oh. <laughs> Minnesota versus Wisconsin. <laughs> close, actually. Really close. <laughs> Maryland at Wisconsin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys reaching deep into the bag. The six and two Terrapins getting no respect. The Badgers are so, so, six so. Six and two, huh? So, so. Yeah, yeah. six and two. All right, not getting a lot of love. No, whiskey is um, not that good. Sometimes plays like they're on whiskey. Yeah, uh, quarterback's bad. Good running game. Good line like they always have. The defenses they gave up like thirty something to Michigan State. Good yeah. God. Um, I'm taking the Mar- I'm taking Maryland plus five here. You give me points game? that are better. It's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin? But, but when they're not good, they don't really fill that place up. And it's no, not, you're right. It's not as powerful as they when they're when they're rocking and rolling. So. Give me Maryland plus five in Mass. I don't. I don't mind that pick. There won't even be a weather advantage here because it's still it's still very tempered Correct. out. So, I'm staying in the SEC. We got LSU getting 14 against Alabama. Uh, this game is at LSU, which is why I'm going to take the do- the home dogs here. LSU. You talked about it. It's a night game. Uh, this team is much improved. And if there's been like. A, a weakness we'll say for Alabama it's been that they have not listen they have not played well on the road close game against Texas A&M on the road they lost on the road at Tennessee they haven't played really well on the road I'd be stunned if LSU wins this game but I do think they keep it close maybe they lose something like uh, you know uh, 30 35 28 or 35 24 something like that and they and I just think they cover the spread Give me LSU plus 14 at home at night. Place will be rocking against Alabama. I don't know what to think about that game. But I like your reason. Uh, You just said it before, home dog. Kansas State versus Texas. Mm. Dying to hear this. Normally normally this game would scare the shit out of me because Kansas State coming off a 48-0 win. No one's as good as their week before. But I don't trust Sark at all. Sark mm. is the college version of me of uh, the guy with the Chargers. Staley? Staley. He yeah. is he's the Staley to me in college football. Just good enough um, to lose. Kansas State <laughs> has two good quarterbacks. You know, Martinez has a play last week. This backup comes in and lights the world on fire. Clearly. Um, you said it before, too, about Quinn Ewers. Tough one on the road. I think it's a night game. Manhattan, will, what do they call it? Little, uh... Little Manhattan, little big, whatever they call it, the little big city or know, little apple. Oh, it. little apple. They call it the little apple. Oh, okay. This is Manhattan, Kansas. Gotcha. Yeah, the little apple. Little apple might be rocking. Give me Kansas State plus two and a half at home. God, it's, it's amazing that they're they're getting points at home. I I know. And you know what? You know what that you know sounds? What 
the fishy lines. Fishy! Fish, like, I know, I know, and I'm going. To, it didn't work for me last week with Oprah and those cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah, oh so. my god, you got you got mauled on that one. <laughs> mauled. <laughs> Let's head on over to the NFL. Um, I kind of alluded to this one earlier on. The Jets are playing at Buffalo. Listen, they're playing home against Buffalo. That's what I mean. They're playing home against Buffalo, (laughs) getting 11 and a half points. What did I say? On the road? I totally meant at home. God, I thought they were on the road because they're getting 11 and a half. They're getting 11 and a half at home. Listen, this is a funny thing here, and this is why. Buffalo does not run the football worth a shit. Josh Allen does, but they don't run the ball worth a shit. And what do the Jets do better than maybe anybody else in the NFL right now is they defend the pass. They have two top corners. They got Whitehead as one of the safeties, real physical. Um, And I think maybe, just maybe, they can run the football against Buffalo. If they can do those two things, maybe slow Josh Allen down a little bit because they can put Sauce Gardner on on Stephon Diggs. I think there's a chance uh, Jets keep this game, like, I don't mean just kind of close. I mean really close. I can see something like 27-24 Buffalo. Don't be totally blown away if the Jets win this game outright. I'm just telling you, there's something about this. Everybody's shitting on them because of one week. This is the natural recency bias that goes on. Buffalo looks a little cocky to me the last couple weeks. This is not the type of team that they want to see. A team that can get after the quarterback and cover one-on-one on the outside. And who can run the football up front with a physical running game. Jets could win this game outright, but I'm certainly happy to take the Jets plus 11 and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills. Well, this saddens me a little bit, my Uh friend. Um, The Dan Campbell train, I think for both of us, is now over. For sure. I think his real time as an NFL coach is almost over. I was going to say, the real question is, does he have a job at the end of the season? And I'm not sure of that either. I said this line to you before. It's getting late early for the Packers. They're only given three and a half at Detroit. I know they haven't looked good. Yep. Detroit can score at some point, and at some points they, they go three and out like four Very times strange. in a row. Yep. I think this is an Aaron Rodgers game where he's like, I own the Lions. The Lions don't scare me. It's inside. There's going to be a ton of Packer fans there. I think they might put the nail in Campbell's coffin. Give me the Packers minus three and a half at Detroit. I kind of like this one too. It's very early to say must win, but if you're the Packers and you want to make the playoffs and you see the Vikings like three games out in front right now because they beat you head-to-head. Correct. Uh, if you want to make the playoffs, this is a game you have to win, like have to win. So I saw an Aaron Rodgers coming out of this last game, a little different attitude, a little more. Yep. yep. It looks like a guy who's got a little bit of a fire under his ass. He's like, shit. Like, we better get going. So I, I kind of like this pick by you. That's a good one here. I don't know what to think about this one, but to be honest with you, I couldn't come up with too many other games. So The one you talked yourself into 10 minutes ago? No, no, not the Rams. Oh. I'm going to stay off of it because it wasn't one of my picks, although I, I do like the Rams now a lot. Um, <laughs> we talked about the Chargers in Atlanta, like how Atlanta <laughs> has played very well considering what we expected of them this year. This was a team that we were thinking was kind of like tanking. Um, they're not. They play hard. They're not a good defensive team, but they play hard on defense, which is uh, they're kind of like last year's Detroit Lions, except they win sometimes. That's the difference. This is a team that plays very hard. They're well coached. They're not very talented, but they're well coached. But year after year after year, we're told that the Chargers have a great roster, that the Chargers have the great quarterback, that the Chargers have a good coach. It's time for them to show it. 
I know they're banged up. I know they're missing a couple guys. But you still have one of the top quarterbacks in the league. You have to go out and beat a team that you're supposed to beat. You're favored by a field goal. Go in by a touchdown. Give me the Chargers minus three against the Atlanta Falcons. Man, your balls are good today. That's uh, they got to win. These are must win. That's a must win. Game. I can't. I can't trust the Chargers, but I hear you. Uh, Monday night, you said you were intrigued. Nothing like the Superdome on a Monday Ooh. night game. Electric. Yes. I think their defense, as you stated before, are going to do their best to contain Lamar. He has zero weapons on the outside. Mark Andrews, if he plays, is banged up. Right. Run game suspect other than suspect. Lamar. Suspect. Which has never been the case since he's been there. I know the I know the Ravens have an extra couple of days because they played last last Thursday night. But something's telling me here the Saints are starting to glue it together a little bit here. I think they got a little confidence going. I think addition might by subtraction. Michael Thomas being gone. Get that out of the way. Distraction gone. No more yep. bullshit. Olavi's playing great. Taysom Hill's doing his thing again. They got him in the right situation. Yep. Give me the Saints plus two and a half at home Monday night. I like that one. I like that one. All right, so I got in college football. I got Tennessee, the number one ranked Tennessee Volunteers, getting eight against Georgia, and the uh, the Tigers of LSU plus fourteen at home against Alabama. I think they're going to keep that close. I don't think they win the game though. And in the NFL, give me the Jets plus eleven. Maybe they win that thing outright, but I think they keep it to a touchdown or less against Buffalo. And give me the Chargers, the totally unpredictable Chargers minus three at Atlanta. It's a must win for the Chargers if they're even going to consider sniffing the playoffs. In college football, I got the Maryland Terrapins plus five at Wisconsin. I have the Kansas State Wildcats plus two and a half in little in the little apple against Texas. Green Bay Packers minus two and a half at Detroit and the New Orleans Saints plus two and a half at home versus the Ravens on Monday night. Nice, nice. All right. Well, the Yankees might not be in the World Series, but there are two teams in the World Series, and we got the Phillies and the Astros. We got kind of like a David and Goliath situation going on here with the Phillies made it after being one of the worst teams in the league in the first couple of months of the season. Peaked at the exact right time, reminiscent of a couple years ago when uh, Washington did something very similar. Play, played really poorly early, but came on late, ended up winning. Atlanta a last year did the same thing. It Atlanta might be last least year. It's all the about Mets have not hot. got the memo yet. Yep, it's all about getting hot at the end of the season. Astros, what? Do they have the best pitching staff? Well, certainly one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. Good lineup. As we sit here today, series is tied at two. Astros just pulled off a, a combined no-hitter last night against the Phillies. Yep. But I think the Phillies, listen, if, you went, if, if you're a Phillies fan and you came into this series and somebody told you after four games you're going to be tied at two, you'd be ecstatic. Because yep. you got one more home game and then two on the road. So um, what, are you, what do you think about what you're seeing so far? Well, it's funny, you know, Tuesday night, I guess it was, um, Lance McCullers, they said, was maybe tipping his pitches because, like, these these guys were teeing off on him, and they were hitting missiles. Like, you saw Bryce Harper go to one of his yeah. teammates and whisper something. Who knows? But yeah. it clearly worked because he then sent First one out. First pitch, too. boom. So, see you. He must have been um, tipping things off. I think Houston has the better club. I think they win clearly. the next two. I think, you know, Verlander's been bad in the World Series, but I think – He's too much of a veteran, and, you know, I hope he I, – I will never root for the Astros. But no. there's something wrong with Noah Syndergaard. I just – I don't like him at all either. So, I think I think he pitches well tonight, and I think they go back home, and I think they take one of two. 
but I you want to get it done faster. If the <laughs> Phillies later. If the Phillies win tonight, do you think they have a real chance of winning a series? Let's put it to you this way. Phillies win tonight. Who wins the series? Astros win the series still. No matter what. But I think, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Next question. Because now you get Phillies' best two pitchers in six and seven. So, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you got to give them Better a get shot. Better get them tonight. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, next question. Is Bryce Harper the face of Major League Baseball right now? No. Who is? Might be Otani. You know, I heard that said today, and this is going to come across as racist, but it's totally not. Do you really think an Asian player who's not like, how do we say it? Like, uh, Well, they do their best to fucking market him, dude. They oh, never they market, market the shit out of him. They never marketed Mike Trout like that, and it's a fucking disaster that they didn't. I, I totally agree with you. But he's not like um, verbal. I'm trying to say he's not like real verbal. Like, yeah. You don't get to hear yeah. from him a lot, yeah, whereas that's true. Bryce Harper is a great player. He's not even a great player. He's banged up all the time, but he comes up in big spots. I don't I know. know. I don't, I'm not talking about who's the best player in the league. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, saying like this. You know, I, I guess if it was like the cover of, um, you know, EA Sports I, I, 23 I, you know, baseball, is it Bryce Harper? I because he's more relatable. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, now he will be too because they went to the World Series and stuff. Yeah, I don't do. There's a couple guys. He comes man, up honestly. in big spots though. You know, if you're not in the playoffs ever, it's hard for you to be the face of the league. That's the guy. You know, that's the guy uh, Cashman didn't want. You were just remember that that fucking guy. Who? Harper. Yeah. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't blame him so much for that. Oh, stop it. Get on the get on the Cashman because train. Because, well, no, I don't like Cashman. I think it's time to go. <laughs> hey, listen, if we're going to do analytics, then it's the GMs that have to go. That's just yep. how I feel about it. He's had a hell of a run. He's good. There's no shame in it. Been there for a long time. You've made these decisions. Time to go. But as far as that goes, I, I didn't think they should either because of the money they were asking for. And the guy's hurt all the time. Listen, he missed a big, huge chunk of this season. I think, uh, you know, I think but he's a big time. Uh, he's a prime time player. He shows up in prime time games a lot. Yeah, I he was not that. part of that Washington season, though, was he? No, he was not. Nope. He had already nope. been traded. Yep. Yeah. Or left free agency, I think. Whatever. Oh, it was free. Okay. Um, I, you know, listen, I think you got to put Trout on here. Uh, not Trout. Judge. I think Judge is one of the faces. I of think baseball, you're probably too. right. Yeah, Judge definitely you know, goes there because especially of the in home New York. Runs. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple guys, man. You know, DeGrom with the Mets, you could argue it's a little bit. Not as much. It's tough with a pitcher. And I think it's kind of like he missed a lot of time lately, too. So I think he kind of tough with a pitcher. A they're only out there every fifth day kind of thing. Yeah, so there's a couple guys. I think that's what I think that's what's like – it hurts baseball, but also it's coming back a little bit because now baseball's – you got a little bit more exciting players now. You this know? happens every Guerrero, year. Guerrero Jr. Though. with the we Blue all, Jays. We and, all notice that, like, the regular season is – I don't want to say boring, but it's long. It's long. You don't feel the need to watch every game. But, man, playoff baseball is something else. It's really yeah, it's good, good stuff. The intensity the intensity is there. It's very similar to, like, a hockey a playoff hockey where, like, every run seems to be, like, huge, mm -hmm. you know? Even even in a 5 nothing game, like, every run seems to be huge. Yep. So, all right. I actually kind of, I kind of think Philly's going to win this series. I just – I think sometimes wow. – I think sometimes the right team gets on the right roll at the right time, and I think it's hard to stop that, so – I see your boy Mikey Dean's uh, losing it on Facebook, and they win, they lose. I, he loses his mind. He gets <laughs> Mike Dean from Dean Dome Sports. Yeah, he loses it a little bit. All right, eighty six in the book, my man. Who you got today? I only have two for you, real quick. Number two, Super Bowl champion, three time Pro Bowler, former Eagles and current Cardinal tight end Zach Ertz, and number one, one of the toughest men ever to play football. Uh, a little dirty, but fun to watch. 
two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, former Steelers wide receiver, Heinz Ward. Oh, very good player. Um, we just had Halloween. Are you a big Halloween fan? Did you dress up at all? I did not dress up at all. I uh, I actually blew off two parties to watch the Wolverines play the Spartans on Saturday night, and I'm damn proud of that. I don't oh. care what anybody says. Well, um, do you decorate your house at all? Do you, do you does nah. anybody in your neighborhood? I like decorate? Halloween. Yeah, uh, they they do, but it's not like it used to be at all. It's just I I get a kick at it. You know, I get to, I take my kids out trick or treating. I took my son out, and I love I get a, I am so impressed with people's um, the decorations they put up for Halloween because. When you see the Christmas decorations, they go up like the day after Thanksgiving, and they're up yeah. for a month. You know what I mean, or maybe more yeah. than a month. So New Year's Eve weekend. Yeah, but for Halloween, it's like it's a very small window. You get like for the real serious ones, it's kind of one night, and the next day they're already taking it down because people are thinking Thanksgiving. Well, this Maryland family wanted to do something very similar. They they wanted to put up some like real serious uh, Halloween decorations, so they actually rented. Uh, a casket, like a, like a, what do you call it, like a fake casket or prop Coffin? casket, yeah. right? And they went to set this thing up. And when they uh, set it up for this Halloween party, they found a dead woman's belongings inside, including what they suspected were her ashes. Ooh. How about that one? The Wozniak family said they had ordered the casket from Facebook Marketplace, and after the discovery, Family took to TikTok to share the bizarre episode in hopes of returning the items of the deceased family. Wow. Other items that were found uh, taped underneath cardboard of the casket inside include uh, photographs, her death certificate, her social security number, and uh, a George Washington University hospital bracelet. So this was not a prop. They actually had someone's actual casket that apparently didn't make it into the ground. That's what I want to know. Where's the lady? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In, like, in is the it urn. Just, were those her ashes that were in there? And it was yeah. just, and then it becomes yeah. a prop. Unbelievable. So yeah, be careful. Creepy. Be careful with your rentals, folks. Check out, make sure, you know, Facebook Marketplace might not be the best place to get these things. So. Good show, my man. We'll get you this too, uh, We'll get this out there quick as we can. For Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Colasano. You've been listening to Bump and Run. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Yeah. Yeah.